Alright guys, hope everyone's well and welcome back to the Improvement Podcast. So today I'm going to touch on how to basically nail your gaining phase. So this is basically going to involve, obviously, you you have the common things like bring your body weight up, you know what I mean, eat good foods and that, but I'm going to try and get into everything in a bit more detail to maximise your progress basically. So first of all, I'm just going to update myself. So it's been a good, another good week of training. Again, it's just doing more of the same. No major changes to training or that because that's that's not how I run my training. It's usually just repeating the same stuff, getting stronger over time, and then when there's a need to swap anything, just do so. But for now, the only thing that's changed is my food is up just because my weight has continued to drop. So I'm now 1,250 calories above where I finished my diet. So that's putting me in a really good spot because... Those who don't know, I am competing in a natural bodybuilding show and starting prep at the end of March or starting a diet at the end of March. So since I've basically not put on a lot of weight but my calories are much higher, it basically gives me a ton of room to drop my calories while being able to stay lean. So if I'm lean but my calories are really high, it just basically means I won't have a ton of weight to lose and my calories won't need to go really low. So it basically puts me in a successful spot to start a diet. Uh, so, touching on starting a diet, I'm going to touch on where to be in terms of a starting point for a gaining phase. So, you want to be relatively lean when you start a gaining phase. The reason being is, when we gain muscle best is when we're bulking or slowly gaining weight over time basically. And if we are lean, it basically gives us room to push your body weight up and as a result, our strength and therefore our muscle mass. Because if we know if we get stronger, we're going to be building muscle. So that's why it's so important. And the reason you want to do this when you're lean is because if you're already, let's say, you've got a, a decent bit of body fat but not too much, and then you start a bulk from there, it means you won't be able to bulk for long without getting a bit bit too fluffy, a bit too high in terms of your body fat. So if we start lean, it will just mean you can be in that phase longer and as a result, gain more strength, gain more muscle and spend a really long time in a surplus, which is what we're after. Because when I done my diet with, uh, or sorry, when I was in a gaining phase with my coach, not this one, but the one beforehand, just before that diet there, I was gaining for something like a year. And that's how I managed to gain quite a decent bit of muscle, in my opinion, because I spent a long time dedicated to getting stronger in the gym, pushing my body weight up. If you're spending six weeks, 12 weeks doing a gain, doing a gain phase, doing a bulk, you might gain some muscle, but are you going to truly maximize how much muscle you gain compared to spending a really long time and again, in phase, you're probably not going to maximise it. Because longer we can spend in it, obviously, to an extent, because we don't want to be gaining, like, zero weight a week and then spending years in it. It's probably not the best rate of gain. But when we spend a long time in it, again, it just spend, gives us more time to push our performance up because that's the easiest time to do so. So, touching on rate again, we want to do it gradually. So... I get asked how much body weight should you gain a week. There's no definitive answer. Sorry, can't get my words out. So what I mean by this is, let's say I weigh myself next week, right? I've put on two pounds, but I look leaner. 
then would it be wrong for me to not up my not keep gaining two pounds a week? Probably not because I'm looking leaner and I'm getting heavier, which basically tells me I'm gaining muscle. So if anything, you want to keep doing it. Whereas let's say I was gaining a pound a week, but I was just looking fatter and fatter every week, then I wouldn't want to gain more than that because I'm already looking fatter and fatter by the weeks go on. So it all depends. Uh, like again, if let's say I as let's say twenty years down the road I've been training for twenty five years, and I'm not going to be putting on as much muscle as I can now. So there, I might want to do a smoke a slower approach. Whereas let's say it's my first year of bulking, a good proper bulk, everything's in line for me to basically gain muscle. Meaning my sleep's good and that, then I could maybe afford to do it at a bit of a faster rate because I've got a better ability to build muscle right now, if that makes sense. And again, I, I just it's just a case of going off how you look. So if you have a coach, then you'll do check-ins weekly or potentially second weeks. Then you'll see how you look. If you're looking better and leaner, then again, you can maybe afford to gain weight a bit faster, but it's not like a set in stone answer, like a lot of things when it comes to fitness. But instead of saying it depends, I've I've explained why. <laughs> uh, so, next up is routine. So routine something so, so important. If you look at people who are at the top of any sport, they don't have a routine that's all over the place. Usually they're really structured and they're regimented people. They've got everything in order, they're not super stressed out, so you should have a solid routine to your day in my opinion. So I myself, I know exactly when I eat on both my training days and my non-training days. So I always eat at 9, sorry I eat my first meal and finish that for 9, then I eat at 11 and then I eat at half 1 and then I go to the gym, I have my second last meal at 5, then I eat again at half 7 and like everything's I don't need to even think about everything because everything's basically structured in a way that's perfect for me to progress and I just have to stick to it. It's so valuable having that structure to your day, I think. It's like when I think about the people, like I I follow bodybuilding quite closely. When you think of the people at the top of the sport, they live like a robot. They they have a routine in place day in, day out. They do the same thing daily Uh, and it's so important, I think. And again, this applies to your sleep. If you do that, you'll sleep better. If you do it with your food, you won't have to worry about getting enough calories in because you'll have a plan in place that lets you hit those calories. You don't have to worry about when you train because you already know when you're training and you can decide the time to train that you enjoy and you can focus that and that suits your lifestyle. So the more the more routines you can be, the better, to be honest. Obviously, it's good to have a bit of flexibility now and then when it comes to like social events and that, but if you're looking to gain maximal muscle or even you're wanting to gain some muscle, having a routine in place will be beneficial for yourself. And as I said, you'll sleep better if you have a routine in place. So if you get up at the same time, go to bed at the same time, then your sleep quality will be in a better spot because we basically have something called a circadian rhythm, which is like our body's internal body clock. And what this body clock does is basically releases hormones that tell us to be alert in the morning and awake and then 
releases hormones at night to help us switch off and go to sleep. So things like melatonin in the evening or cortisol or adrenaline in the morning are some examples. So if we can make it the same every night, then we're going to switch off easier, we're going to wake up easier, we'll have more efficient sleeps. And yes, there's a lot more to do in terms of improving your sleep, but routine's one of the biggest things. And you've probably found this, like if you've ever like stayed up all night, you usually get more awake when it comes to the time that you're waking up, uh, and then you start feeling draggy later. And also if you've ever like got a flight like to the airport or so or sorry not a flight to the airport if you ever got a flight on holiday really early or really late you'll find if you try and get to sleep earlier than you usually do you won't be able to or if you try and stay up late then you'll be really tired and you usually wake up earlier and don't get a lot of sleep that's why it's so important because the better sleep is the better we'll build muscle because what builds muscle is pushing your performance up in the gym, meaning getting stronger or doing more reps on exercises in the 6 to 35 rep range. And the better sleep is, the easier this will happen because we'll have the ability to perform well and we'll recover better, we'll have less risk of injury and it will benefit you in basically every other aspect of life in some manner. So that's why it's so important to have that routine when it comes to your sleep. Also, like I said, it allows you to get the food in. If you know exactly when you're eating and sleeping, you can basically map out when you'll get each meal in and just basically repeat that. You can find what works and stick to it, basically. Long story short. Which is uh, why why I'm such a believer of the routine. So, yeah, just find one that works for you. It doesn't have to be, like, a routine. You don't have to copy someone else's. Just find something that you like and you can stick to You'll typically find the process is more enjoyable because you'll be less stressed, you'll be less uh, less things to remember on a daily basis because it will be almost second nature. You won't have to think about it because it's just normal to you now because it's part of your routine. And in terms of training, I'm going to touch on a few things to maximise your training and get the most out of your gaining phase. So, first of all is don't swap or change anything unless you need to. So actually obviously this isn't going live the today but today I was I was writing an Instagram post and I was basically saying when you're in the gym let's say you do a barbell back squat for the first time and then you go in the second week you do 10 kilos more that's not you building muscle that's not you put 10 kilos of progress from building muscle on if that makes sense that just comes from getting used to the exercise so I don't think the first week or the first two weeks when you put that amount of uh, weight on the bar and when you're progressing in the gym, that doesn't lead to much muscle growth. But what I think does is when you're really strong at a movement, when you've been doing it for like half a year and then you continue to get stronger at it, that's you building muscle in my opinion. And what this basically means is we shouldn't swap things for the sake of it because you're just getting used to the movement, but when you're stupid, when you, sorry, not when you're stupid, when you're stupidly strong at a movement, because you've been doing it for absolutely ages, and you get that even stronger, that's you building that muscle, because you're pushing yourself to uh, do weight and reps that you've never been able to do before, which builds muscle, simply, and that's that's our goal every time we go in the gym, basically, to do so, and it's just get yourself logging your sets and beating them, and I'm a fan of doing this, for every exercise so if you log your sets 
you'll have that accountability to know if you are getting better, if you are pushing yourself hard enough to beat the logbook and get more reps. And if you're logging your sets, it will also show you if anything stopped progressing. For example, if you know, like, if you started tracking your, uh, let's say you were doing the leg press and you just can't improve it, then you can maybe swap it for another quad exercise or a leg exercise. Whereas if you don't log it, you will not know if it's stalled, which means you will just keep it in even though it's not having much value because if you're doing an exercise and you're getting the same weight and the same reps on a big exercise like a leg press, then you're probably not going to be adding much muscle doing so, which is uh, why it's important to log. And in terms of... What else we should do with our training if we want to build muscle is get strong across all movements and all rep ranges. So we don't just want to be strong in one rep range because if you're just using one rep range, we're potentially missing out on the ability to get strong at other rep ranges because let's say we're just doing the 5 to 9 rep range. We know when we do higher rep ranges, let's say like, 12 to 15, 15 to 28, even 20 plus, we get something called metabolic stress occur, which is like when you get tons of blood flow and lactic acid in a muscle, and that basically also causes muscle growth. That can also trigger muscle growth to take place. So if we're not utilising it, then again, I just think you're putting all your eggs in one basket. You might as well not rely on one rep range when you can do more. And I think if you do the other rep ranges as well, it means you're probably not going to get that movement stalling as fast because if you do just 5 to 9, then you'll get stronger at that 5 to 9 rep range quicker and then it will just go go to a stop, if that makes sense. And next is basically your nutrition. So if you are wanting to maximise your progress in a gaining phase, and all these things basically apply when you're dieting as well, but I just want to eat, not obviously your rate of gain because you want to be losing weight when you're dieting, but all these things with routine training, like we should try and be keeping that consistency across the board when we are in a diet, but when we are like in a surplus or when we're bulking, we should focus on eating around our session. And the reason why is because we want energy to perform well and basically we want to recover as soon as possible so that we're in a good place for our next session to perform well. And in terms of how to do so, with your nutrition, just think about trying to yeah, eat around it, salt your meals before and after your session, so you've got adequate electrolytes and, as a result, energy. You also want to ensure you've got carbs in those meals. You, If you're having a balanced meal before and after your session, you've most likely got carbs in them, uh, because, yeah, if you've got a balanced meal... Usually it's not carb free. And the reason we want carbs is that's our body's main primary source of energy. That's our body's ideal source of energy that is used best, if that makes sense. So that's why we should aim to have it around our session because we obviously want that energy. And apart from that, it's just about trying to have enough protein servings throughout the day, trying to make sure we're having good foods so that we're not deficient in anything. And if we're deficient in something, we'll probably have poorer energy, poorer performance, to be honest. We'll get ill easier, which means we will have time off training. So it all, all com- comes back to basically making sure you're in a good spot health-wise. And uh, 
that's it surrounding nutrition obviously make sure you're hydrated effectively as well because a hydrated muscle is a well-performing muscle and a muscle that won't get injured as easily uh, so yeah that's also important again there's things you can look into further when it comes to maximizing your gaining phase it doesn't stop there there's always things you can improve upon uh, however i think i've covered what i want to cover with this podcast it's just the basic things that you should make sure is in a good spot because usually like people aren't struggling to gain muscle because they're not taking creatine it's because they're not eating sleeping or training hard you know what i mean and that's something i'm not even said actually train hard push yourself as hard as you can and a good way to know if you're pushing yourself is are you actually failing reps if you let's say you train legs you never fail reps yes you obviously want to make sure you're safe and you might not want to fail on a squat without someone spotting you, without safeties up, but if you're not failing any other exercises, you can probably manage more reps and you can probably push yourself harder. And a good way to tell if you're pushing yourself hard enough is, is your last rep really, really slow. So thank you for listening, guys. Hope you've enjoyed the episode. And again, if you're listening on Spotify, give me a follow, leave a rating and review. Same on Apple Podcasts if you could or whatever other platform you're on. And if you're on YouTube, like, subscribe, leave a comment, that sort of thing. I appreciate everyone's support massively. Hope everyone's year is going well so far. And thank you for listening.